It's time for the KHNS Local News. I'm Alan de Provenil. Today in the news, a regional conference for childcare providers in Juneau offered a chance for attendees to meet with legislators and advocate for more childcare assistance from the state. Attendees also learned about two bills currently in the legislature that address the lack of childcare in Southeast Alaska. The Southeast Alaska Association for the Education of Young Children has served the region for 40 years. It helps parents find childcare, assists providers with training, and advocates for improved childcare access. Blue Scheibler is the executive director of the organization. Earlier this month, the nonprofit held its annual conference in Juneau. We bring together between two and 300 early educators from all over Southeast Alaska. I think we had 10 different Southeast communities represented this weekend, including people who work in Head Start and school districts and private childcare programs. The theme this year was Be Well, Care Well. We had a lot of workshops about active play and mindfulness, both for adults and the children they work with. Our keynote speaker, Tina Woods, she talked a lot about healing space for helping people heal themselves through culturally responsive treatment. Some other ones were art for self-care. We had a really good workshop that was all about caregiver stress management tools. So it was like really giving people tools for mindful self-regulation while they're working with children. There is a reason for all this talk of self-care. Workers in the field are overworked and underpaid. The starting pay for childcare workers is around $12 per hour. Days are long and staff turnover is high. Not enough people get into the field. Southeast Alaska as a region is considered a childcare desert. That means we're meeting less than half of the need. There are communities that have no childcare and there are communities that have not enough childcare. Scheibler led an advocacy workshop that offered attendees a chance to speak with legislators. Haines child care provider Kim Larson was part of that group. She is limited to providing care for eight children total, and only three of these can be under 30 months old. She says care for this age range is in high demand. Uh, We're in need for more providers, uh, zero to 30 months. I have a waiting list for, I think, five infants right now. And, you know, I can only take three at a time. Despite the wait list, Larson says she is not reaching her quota of eight children because many parents take their older children to Head Start, a free program. It's just hard for people that want to start childcare because if there's free programs, they're going to, of course, go there. Larson told legislators she thinks helping parents pay for childcare is part of the solution. One of the things we talked about was how they support college-age kids, you know, with the Pell Grant and stuff. And then, of course, they support the K-12 through kids through the school. And then now they're starting to support pre-K, but they don't support zero to three, which is when the kids' minds grow the most, their brains grow the most, is in those early years, and there's no funding for that. Legislators are currently working on two bills that address the issue. Representative Andy Story was among the lawmakers who met with the group. We're trying to expand the number of families who can afford child care by making the subsidies more inclusive. House Bill 89 would extend assistance to families who make up to 300% of the poverty level. You would make an application and then you apply to child care assistance, which is under the Department of Health and then they make a payment towards the center to help with the cost of care. 
they would make a payment on your behalf. The payment would be a flat rate, adjusted to the cost of each daycare center. The other bill, House Bill 46, would incentivize investments in child care centers through tax deductions. If a business makes investment into helping a child care center, they can deduct up to $3 million for an investment they might have made into a child care center in their area. The House bill also includes a provision that would allow child care providers to organize for collective bargaining with the Department of Health. Story says the bills and increased revenue will help daycare centers function better. They can afford to keep adequate staff on, keep their doors open, keep experienced staff with your kids, not have so much transition. Little ones like to see their same caregivers. They bond with them. You want your people to take care of your kid to be making a living wage. Scheibler, the conference organizer, says child care fits into the bigger economic picture. Child care is an essential part of an economy, and without it, we're going to continue to see labor shortages in all industries. I think everybody needs to come together and realize that as a public good, child care needs to be heavily subsidized, not only at the government level, but from private businesses as well. The bills are currently moving through the House. Representative Story says if child care is seen as a priority, they will pass. That's it for the KHNS Local News. I'm Alan DePrimino. You can find this story and learn how to access the KHNS News as a podcast at khns.org news. This is KHNS, Haynes, Skagway, and Klokwan at 102.3 and translator K220BK, Skagway, Alaska, at 91.9.